Welcome back to the apartment. I'm Asif Ali, your number one favorite podcaster out of two podcasters. This, this is, is Ali Baluch. Uh, this is the apartment where we get to sit with our favorite influencers, creators, musicians, athletes, actors, etc., 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 and we get to sit and talk to them about their background, their history, their journey, their obstacles, and you know their influences. So uh, this week, can we talk about your outfit? Let's talk about my Guys, outfit. Our podcast. We would like to announce our first big sponsorship of the apartment with uh, Asif and Baluch, with Ali and Baluch is. Uh, Adidas. Adidas. Adidas hit us up. Like, yo. Adidas was like, hey, um, there's a guy in half of your podcast that looks like he needs clothing options. I've been watching the podcast and he seems like he is really into loungewear. So can I'm we gonna, send him? I'm going to go running. I have like the, the full outfit. You need now. to start running because you have let yourself go. Hashtag Ali let himself go. And now he has this cool jacket. Well, the jacket is cool. It um, comes with matching pants. It comes with matching pants mm-hmm. that I have not fully worn out in public yet because that's completely douchey um, unless I'm like in Europe or something. Mm-hmm. But a uh, shout out to Adidas. Do you for feel like you're hurting the brand by you wearing it? Possibly. Possibly. Like Possibly. if someone sees you and they're like, you? Uh, screw Adidas. I'm not. Oh, man, I'm never going to wear this ever again. Yeah, no. Um, but I guess we'll see. I mean, you. hopefully you won't sweat a lot in it hopefully not i think i don't think i can do as much damage as kanye has done i mean i feel like kanye has resurrected the brand adidas and people could say the same about me (laughs) they're like you know who really turned adidas around that guy on that podcast yo last year (laughs) last year when i was rocking the superstars Mm -hmm. people literally went out they were tweeting me every week of them buying the superstars because of me well this could be a reason why adidas the clothing company... Maybe that's why they hit us up for the sponsorship. Because like we... We, we, we have to make up a catchphrase, though. Adidas, you you seem fun. Why not dress like it? And buy Adidas, you guys. But anyway, Anyways, uh, shout out guest? to our sponsors. Yes. Uh, and that, okay, can, before we... Not only do we get, like, a sponsor, we got, like, the biggest you got sponsor. Adidas. You got Adidas. We got Adidas, man. I don't need to, like, work for, like, two years now. You know, I mean, were you working? I actually was. Yes, I'm a producer at MTV. For those of you who don't know, ridiculousness. Ridiculous. Rob Deerdick stands on a computer. Well, we got rid of the computer now. It's not it's a, a giant stage. laptop anymore. No, nah, it's just a stage now. Oh, I really like that giant laptop. A lot of people did. Man. It's very much like that Tom Hanks movie, Big. We have a special guest, Ali Maki, and it's pronounced Maki because, as you guys will see or hear in a second, um, she corrects me. I correct you. You correct me, but she explains yes. um, why it's pronounced Maki mm-hmm. and not Maki. We have launched a Patreon. If you want us to like support and whatever, um, we started a Patreon, a website where you... We didn't start the website, but we're on the website where you can pledge a dollar a month and you get behind the scenes, outtakes, bonus features, everything. And you know what? If we like get interviews beforehand i can even release like audio early release uh, early releases on to the patreon and i think i'm going to do that with uh with this episode so i'm going to upload it in like two hours so um so the people on patreon will get it before it hits itunes spotify damn 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 damn. get comfortable grab a seat ali maki yeah or if you're in your car eyes on the road and uh you're gonna have fun this is a fun one this is it's a really fun one enjoy all right, so today we have Ali Mackey. Ali Maki. Yes, Maki. thank Fuck. you. Oh, my God. Said, thank you. <laughs> okay, start over. Oh, I was just huh? going to tell you the backstory in it, but, you know, we'll start over. Well, let's hear it. What's the backstory? Oh, no, it just in in the Japanese alphabet, there's no, uh, it's only ah, so everything would be ah, Maki. There's no, like, There's no a. ass, like, ah, ah like the hard gotcha. A sound. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, okay. you know, a little. That's why I'm Asif instead of Asif. Asif, yeah. And a- it's like a, I think it's a specifically like English thing. In English, all the all the vowels are like hard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everything is like yep. hard, 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 hard. Like Adam, <laughs> David. Not huh? Adam. You know? Yeah, it's not Adam. Adam. Adam is like the Arabic. Yeah, yeah. That's how we say in Arabic. Yeah. That's how I say it when we say my, my nephew's name. All yeah. right. Um, all right. This is about me, guys. So. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about our cool Maki. friend, Adam. Maki, right? Yeah. Ali Maki. Ali Maki. Thank you. Uh, she is a Japanese-American actress originally from Seattle, Washington. Whoa. Uh, she's mm-hmm. appeared on a whole slew of TV shows. Too many shows. Let's cool it for a minute. Including uh, ER, Buffy the B- Vampire Slayer, 
Big Bang Theory, Workaholics, Two Broke Girls, New Girl, and she currently stars oh, on the number one comedy on cable, uh, Wrecked on TBS. What time does it air? <laughs> oh my God, Wrecked. TBS Woo-hoo! Tuesdays 10 9 central season two is coming oh, and man. Uh, she uh, co-stars alongside Asfali right Asfali. here there he is. this guy right here yeah buddy hey oh, thank man. you so much for coming by the apartment thank welcome you guys. so how is it like growing up in Seattle where was like the depression real Oh, the rain depression? Yeah, yeah. yeah. because like what number one suicide rate in America, Seattle. Yeah, you know, I don't know because I I was a kid, so I don't know how much that affected me. But I think going back now being in L.A., I mean, it's it's so great to have the sun shining every day. Yeah, yeah. So when did you leave Seattle? I moved here when I was 14. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was um, scouted by a rather... uh, Shady manager, I guess you could say. So that happens. Oh. It happens. It's a real thing. So were you like just where did, walking? Where did they find you? Yeah. Like walking in the mall? Or? I'm trying to remember. I think it was some sort My friend was in an acting class. And okay. then she was like, you should take this class. And little did I know they were they were recruiting children from this class. So then, you know, the manager's like, ah, you know, great. Look, I, I would love to bring you out to my L.A. camp. That sounds whatever. like the beginning of every horror movie, every, by the way. I know. And everyone's like, you need to make a movie out of this. Yeah. But, um... Of course, you know, they make it sound all shiny and glamorous. Mm-hmm. And my parents, who are wonderfully supportive, were like, yeah, we'll send her out. They for... just let you go? Well, what? so the way that they do it is they say, oh, it's a summer camp. So they make it sound like it's an acting summer camp. Okay. You go for a month or whatever. You take classes. Mm-hmm. We take great care of you. Yeah. And so I went. It was only supposed to be for the summer. And I, I ended up staying for, for the rest of the your rest life. The rest of my life, oh you guys. My the God. rest of my life. And that's So what was the living situation? Yeah. So there was this actor home, and there was, you know, five to 10 to 15 kids at a time rolling in and out, staying in these little rooms. Like a little hostel. Yes, totally. And sometimes there was like five, six kids to a room. There was like a whole bunk bed situation. There was... Terrifying. Two beagles like that lived It sounds like an, uh, like an orphanage. Like human trafficking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home yeah, I, did you... I still don't know if it was if it's legal. legal. Or, it yeah. can't be. That can't I, I don't be legal. think that it is. And it was in the city? It was um, in in a suburb of LA. Okay, okay. Yeah, so not, Where, not directly in LA. Like inland, OC? It was in um, Valencia area. Oh, oh so you were outside. Okay, okay. So, Santa Clarita. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you probably had no idea, right? So when you get there, you were just like, oh, I guess this is what this is. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was just so excited to live my dream, you know. Because you've like, always wanted here. to. Did you always want to do it? Or was yeah. it just something you stumbled upon? No, in Seattle, I did the whole gamut of, like, doing musical theater and voiceovers. I started out doing, like, Microsoft um, voiceovers for the computer games and stuff. That was, like, my mm. first taste of it. And I did prints and commercials and stuff there. And I kind of ran what was the your hot? What was your hottest credit in Seattle? Oh, man. Sun River Resort. <laughs> Uh, radio spot. It was something about I don't know some little girl that was going with her dad to Sun River Resort. You know? Okay, that's how I made oh my, my mark. You guys. Okay, so now when you got here, you get off the plane, you get you walk into this home. You're 14. Mm-hmm. You, you're 14. You get inside this home or whatever it is of yeah. like 20 other kids, 15 other kids, whatever. Yeah. yeah. How, were you like this is terrifying, or were you like yeah this was is was it dope. like Mean Girls or very everyone was everyone like, supportive. Like um, camp, where it's like, I'm kicking it with all these cool people. It was a little bit of both, I think. I was I was a super shy kid. Mm. Like, very, very shy. Didn't really speak at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I came out here, and I feel like I just instantly had to grow up. It was like, you're doing your own laundry. You're doing everything on yourself. Yeah. You're taking the bus to school. Like, you were taking um, the Like, bus? the public transportation bus to school and all this stuff you know so Uh, i you know it was it was i think it was good though um you definitely had to i definitely had to grow up quick and uh it was a weird living circumstance i bet but i always say that i'm grateful because it got me out to la at a young age no yeah for sure what was your first big thing that you booked when you got here oh man what was your it was an episode of that's so raven oh baby holy moly and I worked with a dog that was bigger than I was. And uh-huh. I was kind of scared of dogs at the time because it was, it was like a mini pony more yeah. so. Yeah. And I had treats in my pocket and I had to be like a pseudo dog trainer too and say my lines and mm-hmm. all this stuff. But I was super stoked because I got to do school with Raven. and. Oh my God. I don't know. Because Raven was young. Yeah, we were all like... Were you just one episode? or? Yeah, yeah, I was one what, episode. What is she like? Because mm-hmm. I have we have a friend that worked with know, her man. afterwards. Oh, really? Is she Was she as problematic back then as she is now? <laughs> I'm, 
I'm gonna guess probably yes, but uh, you know, she just seemed to have a very strong sense of who she was. And I, mean, I feel I like kid actors are very like when you meet them, you're like, you shouldn't be that confident. Yeah. It's always no. kind of upsetting when kids just like, I'm eight and I know what's going on, and you're like, you need to relax. Hundred percent. <laughs> we just did this PSA this morning. You need to fresh be off weird. The... You need to be weird for five years. <laughs> yeah. The fresh off the boat kids were there. Okay. Yeah. And I was like. Oh man, like should I say hello to them? And they're they're yeah. so proper. Yeah, we were doing a voting PSA early this oh, morning. Good kids. Yes, yes. They're, it's, it's, they're good yeah, kids. it's kind of a weird thing when kids are just like, I'm I'm here. I'm precocious. I know about drugs. Yeah. And you're like, that's weird, <laughs> man. It, yeah, I've worked with child actors before and I've found myself like getting really deep with them. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, wait, I'm like, you're, you're, like, you're fucking nine years old. Yeah, These are like, like, conversations I have with thirty five year olds. Yeah, I'm like totally. But um that, no, okay, so you did one episode, only one. No, yeah. okay. What that, episode was it so people can like... Uh, you know. It was called Campaign in the Neck. And okay. uh, someone, one of the girls, Chelsea, was running for president mm-hmm. and I was like one of her supporters. So oh. It's a very election-heavy episode. Did you feel oh. like, did the other uh, people in that you had met in your camp, were they supportive of like, oh, Ali made it? Or were they like, that fucking, you know, that or were they, was there jealousy? She took my the job. The other people in yeah, the yeah, house? Yeah, in the yeah, house. Yeah. Um, Everyone was pretty good. I mean, oh, that's we're, good. we're all kids, you know? So it was like, we're just trying to have You're fun. You're too young to be jaded. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That didn't come till later, I guess you could say. <laughs> has Has anyone from that house gone on to do other work? Have they? Yeah. Other than you. What's crazy is I feel like she had a really good eye because a lot of the kids, they, they grew up to do a lot of good stuff. I anyone mean, that you might know or? I mean, I don't know if they'd want me to like shout them out, you know? <laughs> but, okay. but a lot that's of them fine. did. Denzel, a bunch Washington. Of, like, Denzel Washington was, was yeah, yeah. one of Denzel the Denzel was yeah, yeah. there, <laughs> Anne Hathaway for a minute. Uh, yeah. um, no, but, you know, I feel like when you come out at that young age, you yeah. just you get a really good sense of the business. Let real me ask you a question. Quick. What was your worst audition when you came out here? My worst audition? Yeah. Where you like walked in and where you're like, oh God, these people hate me. Because I feel like auditioning is when you turn into an adult. Because you go in there and you get rejected immediately. And you're just like, oh, oh, everyone told me when I was in high school that I was the best person. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay, I guess, I, I guess I'm a piece of shit with all these other people out here. Yeah, yeah. I think it's more at the time I didn't know that it was bad, but looking back, it's all the auditions that was like, can you do a thicker accent? Or it was always, can you tone back the accent? So maybe she's just slightly broken English. At the time, I felt like this dancing and performing monkey because I was so young and it's like, can you do this? Yes. Can you do this? Yes, I can. Can I do Mm -hmm. this accent? Yes. So at the time, I didn't know anything was wrong with it. But now looking back, I'm like, fuck, man, like... I did all this shit and I, I shouldn't have done it. Like, why am I doing these accents, you know? Do you do a lot of accent stuff? Um, I used to. Yeah. And then I, as I got older, I realized... It's very limiting. Yeah, and, and kind of um, how racist I guess Racist and, and very... So um, are you uh, first generation, second generation, Japanese American? I'm fourth generation. Fourth generation? Yeah. yeah it's not like yeah, us. Because like any like people in life... Like, we're, we're like, like one. We came here I'm in the 80s. Generation. My yeah. folks came right. here in the 80s. Yeah. What's crazy, people don't know, is Japanese Americans have been around for a, a long, long time, time in this country. A long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so that's why people are always like, uh, where were you born? I'm like, here. And they're like, no, but where were you originally born? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm here. I'm, I'm American. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> so uh, where did your great-great-grandparents like um, settle in first? Um, so actually, uh, my great-great-grandfather, he escaped onto like a steamship and mm. then uh, took a boat over and in hiding and then From swam Japan? part of the way. Yes. What? So that's how Where we originally Japan? got here. I actually don't know, okay. which is God. kind of bad. But um, and then what's crazy is when World War II hit is my the grandma was in the internment camps. No way. At Heart Mountain. Yeah. So here's the fucked up part is my grandfather, he fought for the Americans in yeah. the 442nd unit, which is the all Japanese yeah. unit. And they were the most decorated because uh-huh. it was all Japanese. While his wife was locked up, and, and that's a great because right? I thought wow. uh, from what I heard was um, the uh, men and women that they locked up, mm-hmm. the men they were given the option to go off and fight right. for like freedom. I, I don't know. I think that th- I heard that was like kind of the exchange. That's a weird you know? deal. Yeah, that's a I, weird I know, deal. right? And it, it's it's very very interesting. And what's kind of crazy is my grandma. You know, she passed away last year. Oh no! But um, I was able to kind of talk to her before mm-hmm. she kind of got too old to tell me her stories and. The one thing is, she, I feel like the Japanese-American people are so resilient. They're like, if yeah. you're going to knock us down, that's fine. We're going to just be better. You yeah, know? Yeah. When they got out, everything was taken from them. Of you know, when they went in, it was like you could carry one bag, and that's it. Their homes were completely destroyed. You know, you, you can see old photos of um, 
all their places like locked up and boarded up and there'd be like no Japs allowed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go away Japs or whatever, which is crazy because people don't know this shit, you know? Yeah, and it, yeah it blows my mind. We're yeah. like, it's not that taught in like it just briefly mentioned and it's so recent and it's, it's a lot more recent than mm-hmm. people think and there's always one like maybe two sentences about it yeah in you know your school books and, and, and it, it doesn't dive into how serious that was I, I know right after 9-11 um it was the japanese american community that stood up for the muslims mm-hmm. yes. right after they're the ones that so were like we've seen this before yeah, yeah. And we're not going to let this happen mm-hmm. again and I they know, were like so one of our few allies mm-hmm. i actually did uh uh an event thing in George Sakai was talking about. Like, he's very mm-hmm. vocal about that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, because he was in the internment camp. Yeah. He was, like, six years old yeah, or yeah. something like that. Now, were your parents uh, in, in there as well, or did they um, kill no. afterwards? Yeah, okay. they were born after. O- outside out. of the camps. Yeah. Wow. So uh, how long was your grandma in, in there for? I think just a few a few years, like yeah. in her teenage years. So maybe, like, three years or so. Okay. But it's, I yeah. feel like the, the crazy thing about that is, like, the effects of the psychological of, of your government being like, yeah, no, we distrust, we you. don't trust you, and you have to mm-hmm. go live and over here. Yeah, and it's like your your grandfather fought for that. Yeah, and w- did he has any, a purple heart. Like, yeah, I and mean, then it's, it's like, how do you? It's hard how to. How do you reconcile yeah. that? I know, especially like having been like, I fought for the country yeah. that imprisoned me yeah. for no reason. I know. And uh, did anyone else in your family go into the military after that, or? No, I, I don't believe so. I, I can't imagine why. <laughs> If, if that's what your history is, yeah. why would you be like, why yeah. would I go fight? Yeah. And yeah. what I love about the Japanese American people is their, like I said, is Very their resilient. attitude about it is I don't think that it really kind of, you talk to any of like the older generation and they're very positive about it. Yeah. So it's, it's like that thing of like, we can either be pissed about it or we can just move forward and. Yeah, they're super resilient. Build, yeah. Like, yeah. My grandma, she was just like, she looks at it as a positive because she was a country girl. So she was very poor. Mm-hmm. Her family grew up. She was like a farm girl. So she takes it as, oh, she never would have met this upstanding city guy, which was my grandfather. He came mm-hmm. from a more like upstanding that is a, um, that is a city gr- family. That's a, a that's an incredibly optimistic way of incredibly. looking at it. Incredibly. Oh my God. So she yeah. looks at it as her like rags to riches story yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But, and you know, what the thing is, is if that didn't happen, I probably wouldn't exist, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, and then who would, who would do a guest star on Not So Raven? Exactly. Yeah, who would know? be here, you know? Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, after the camp, where did they settle back? Did they go? Yeah. Where did they go? Um, they were still in uh, Montana mm-hmm. and then they ended up opening a restaurant called quickie lunch or something mm-hmm. quick quick time lunch or something like mm-hmm. that and um yeah they kind of just started in montana there. yes okay yeah wow and, so um, they're like not only was i in a camp here i'm just gonna stay here yeah right yeah that's and, insane and then open your, their own business somehow with nothing you, yeah. you would think you'd want to get as far away as possible from there i know well maybe i just don't know maybe they didn't have the means yeah, to do maybe, it or yeah. Um, but they would kind of feed the troops that would come mm-hmm. through and they would feed them lunch and wow. yeah, it was really interesting. That's an interesting perspective of dealing with the oppressor right after something Jeez. like that. So how did your family uh, end up in Seattle? Um, I think we just ended up in Seattle because someone ended up getting a job there. That's always what it is. Someone got yeah, a job. Yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah, wanted, yeah. I think it was just like a change of pace. And yeah. then we all ended up over there and then it got too cold. So everyone moved away and mm-hmm. yeah. kind of followed me as well. Yeah. And so. um, your parents were supportive of you pursuing acting. They weren't yeah. like. Um, Can we talk about Jane for a second? Oh my gosh. So Jean Matsumura is my father? Ali Maki's dear father. Okay. Mm-hmm. And whenever he sends text messages to Ali, to Ali, he will he will write his name as if it is a letter. Oh. Yes. So it's so like a like, signature. It's a yes, signature. It's always like, how was your day, Jean Matsumura? I'm like, it was great. He's like, that's awesome, Jean Matsumura. <laughs> Which makes everything sound way too formal. Yeah. Did you eat lunch today, Jean Matsumura? Jean Matsumura. Matsumura. I think maybe he just doesn't know how to take that off. It's like a uh, signature yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. But he's very into snail mail. Like I, I told you, yeah. he still sends, he cuts out articles from mag, uh, newspapers and will snail mail them to me. But that she's in and stuff. But he will, no, like even if it says like our, our greatest allies, he'll mm-hmm. cut out the word ally because it, it says ally, uh, you know, mm-hmm. so, like cute stuff like that. But when he mails it to me, he puts al. Matsumura, because he says he doesn't want people to know that it's a, a girl living there by herself. Oh, oh very protective. Yeah. Albert like a, Matsumura. So when people look at my mail, they're like, oh, Al's here. I'm not yeah, going to yeah. fuck with this place. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they were supportive <laughs> of you, uh, encouraging, because yes. it's, it's very hard to find parents to be like, yes, pursue this 
un- inst- uh, like uh, unstable career. Mm-hmm. Thing that none of us have any idea how it works. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I think what it was is, and my mom always says this, is that I I'm like a I'm like a train. Mm-hmm. Like when I set my mind to something, I'm very much like a driving train. I'll run you over. So mm-hmm. I don't think they had much of a choice, and they were so supportive of it as well. But um, yeah, I think it was a lot. So for some reason, ever since I was little, I've just had this driving ambition of I felt like this was where I needed to be. And yeah. I don't know why, because when you turn on the TV, there's no one that looked like me. Yeah, that's another question. Young. Yeah, there's so, not, there, when you were growing up, and just in general, there's not really that many uh, Asian Americans complex, that, yeah. complex, like three dimensional yeah. roles for Asian people. So who, right. what, who were your role models when you were growing up? I don't really think I. As of Asian, I don't yeah, think I really, really had any. You know, wow. I would watch TGIF and be yeah. like, I'm Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Because I, I, what's crazy is I didn't look at myself like I'm Asian. I thought of myself as fully American. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I went to school, I, I think I was the only Asian person there. There was a half Asian guy. But back then when you're a kid, you don't look like, oh, I'm Asian and no, you're white. You're just you like, know? we're all people. So I think that's mainly what it was. Is I, when I didn't really see myself as different. I thought wow. I can be like you know Tiffany Amber or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so it didn't even matter to you. You were just like, I see that. I want to do that. Right. Wow. So maybe it was like a blind ignorance, I guess. <laughs> but but you know, I I yeah, I guess that's yeah. So yeah. how has like acting kind of like that journey? How has it been from like childhood to adulthood? I mean, um, do you feel like there's more opportunities? Yeah. For or, yeah. or did it kind of damage you? A lot of yeah. child actors. Yeah, that's really... true. A lot of child actors don't make it to adulthood. Right. They, they quit around oh, like yeah. high school time. They're like, I can't do this shit yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's like if you don't get past that hump of, I say, yeah. like 26, 27, yeah. then it can be very how, dangerous. How did you get through it? I think, you know, I did go through a very um, strong period of anxiety and depression, and I didn't yeah. know where that was coming from, but it mm-hmm. was coming out in very physical ways of I would pass out, I would just have <sighs> like really strong panic attacks, oh, and no. I would end up in the hospital and wake up and be like, oh, here I am again. Like, you yeah. know, they did tests, there's like, there's nothing wrong with you. Um, and looking back, I think what it was is, you know, growing up in this industry, you're only looked at as like a sidekick. Yeah. You know, you're a best friend, so you're never forced to be in the center of your own life, you know? Yeah. You're always kind of, um, side piece to somebody yeah. else so i yeah. think weirdly that got to my own psyche. personal psyche and personal life because even with my friendships i became very shy and always thinking oh no it, it's your turn like oh. i'll whatever you want whatever so i think in real life i became a pseudo best friend sidekick too sure. and you I became the character I that beca- you were auditioning for yeah and my self-worth That's some Truman i think show was shit. literally at you know, rock bottom zero of being like, I don't matter what I, what I want and what I feel doesn't matter. Because because grownups and you know, what I perceive as people who like give out opportunities perceive me this way. So why would I see myself differently? Right. Wow. Yeah. So like, it's weird. I guess that, that just shows how the media can can affect really affect just people on like a day to day basis as well. It's so pervasive. Yeah. Yeah. And you won't even know it until it's too late that I'm just kind of having breakdowns about and realizing that, holy shit, man, like it's all because of that bullshit. Yeah. And then you start, your body starts freaking out on you and you're like, what's wrong with me? And, And, And what would it take? What did it take for you to sort of get out of that and realize that? I really had to kind of step back. I I moved out with, I moved out and lived on my own mm-hmm. finally because I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna start to take a central role or whatever, then I'm gonna I need to be completely independent. Yeah. And so I lived by myself. I started, you know, saying no to a lot more projects, yeah. which is such a weird feeling. I feel like. It's counter- Asians in particular, like I was that homework bitch. Like, yeah, 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 you yeah, tell yeah. me what you want from me, I'll do it. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. weird to kind of take a step back and be like, no, I don't have to be everyone's dancing monkey. Like, yeah. I, I don't have to do everything, all these tricks and gags that people want. Yeah. Them, you know? And it's weird because that people start to notice. Yeah. Um, have you feel, do you feel like um, Hollywood has kind of, um, anything has changed diversity wise, representation wise yes. in the industry? If, from like when you started? It's definitely changing. Um, 
I think Asians are getting more vocal, yeah. which is so important. Yeah. I feel like we were always the ones that if someone got a little bit of something, we would kind of almost like knock them down. Yeah. Which is funny because there's a Japanese proverb that says the nail that sticks out gets hammered down, mm. which oh. is funny because that, that I feel like that comes out in all kinds of ways of like someone kind of gets a little bit of a shine. Yeah. And Everyone's they're like, like well, that guy. he's not that great. Let's yeah. knock him down, you know? And I feel like only now recently with the millennials, you know, we're kind of we're just like, supporting great. each other mm-hmm. because that's the only way to get ahead. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think the YouTube community especially is kind of where I found my confidence again, like what yeah. we're talking about is because it was such an Asian Americans yeah, heavy yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. So and before we started, you were talking about how you kind of like jumped into YouTube with uh, some other YouTubers. How did that happen? Yeah. So speaking of like finding my confidence again, it was at that time where Wang Fu mm. reached out to me randomly and they were like, hey, you know, we, we've seen you in some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, will you be in one of our skits? And I had no idea what YouTube was. So I was yeah. like, I don't know what this is. Yeah. But um I guess no. so. I'll do it. I'm <laughs> bored. Let's do it. And so that was kind of the start of my uh, my whole YouTube journey. Mm-hmm. And from then, I just met everyone. And that was the first time I'd had like a central group of Asian friends. I'd never had that really? before. Ever, ever, ever. And through that, I feel like I found so much identity. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Like, there's other people like me. There's this community of people that are creative and are doing their thing in L.A. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, they really inspired me, and I feel like a lot of my confidence yeah. came back from from them. Just being wow. around people of like that diaspora yeah. of the Asian American. Okay, that's amazing. Absolutely. Um, and how 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 has it been um, working on 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 Rec? Can we oh. talk about Rec? We haven't. I mean, like. <laughs> We've heard your, your your stories about how it was, the, the, about the experience. millions that we make. The, and, uh, yeah, 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 for the, sure. The Lambos yeah. that we have to turn down. But I would we love have to too hear. many. Oh, you know, before we get into that, <laughs> while we're still on the topic of representation, yeah. um, not only did um, you have to uh, deal with like the stereotypes of being an Asian American, but you also had to deal with um, being a female yes. actress mm. in the industry. Now, did you find that challenging? Or did you find it like it was a little bit more difficult than like a male? actor you know yeah i mean were you looked at different were you spoken to different where were you treated different i i think a lot of times there's this like boys club feeling Mm -hmm. i get where i'm like oh the boys are doing their thing and the Mm -hmm. girls are not they're doing their penis business (laughs) exactly yeah 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 yeah. but i do feel that i i grew up with all brothers Mm -hmm. so i feel like i have a a good sense of kind of um you know, not uh, busting boys' balls, I guess. Yes, sure. <laughs> oh, she does that. Ball buster. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ball bustering stuff. Mm-hmm. Which um, the cracking the fragile male ego. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's just, what you're good at. just knocking them down one peg at a time. You need you know? to. You need <laughs> to. Important. That's the nail that needs to get hammered yeah. down. Yeah, exactly. The, boys the male yes. ego. Yes. <laughs> Jerks. Oh man. Yeah. No. I mean, I think yeah. Just in general, as. We, we just got to get Hillary in. Okay. We got to do something, right? We got to do something. something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got to close that wage gap, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so how has it been uh, working on Wrecked, the number one comedy on oh, cable on television? Dude, yes, what else wrecked. do I, what can I, where do I even start? Yeah. Um, can we talk about your character? Um, yes, we can. So I play, I play Jess mm-hmm. and she's uh, in, the re- in a relationship in the show with Todd, played mm-hmm. by Will Greenberg, the very mm-hmm. funny, very one funny. and only. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been together for seven years and he's, he's not the best to her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that season one was about her journey of kind of finding her inner Beyonce, I like to say. Yes. She kind of lemonades out a little mm-hmm. bit and mm-hmm. uh, finds her inner self-worth and yes. yeah. kind of uh, has a little dalliance, dalliance with... Hey, I have a question for you. Do you... Mm-hmm. Would you do you feel more comfortable doing drama or comedy? Because you've done both. Comedy for sure. So then you feel weird doing dramas. Yeah, weirdly. So like if you when you you did ER, was that weird that nobody was being funny? Um. Well, I was like fourteen at that time, so okay. I think I I hadn't. I don't know, but um now. I love comedy so much. Yeah. I think I think because I was so shy. Mm-hmm. It's like that typical shy Asian girl that didn't really speak, but playing a character yeah. was my outlet. So I was like, fuck, this isn't me. Like mm-hmm. I can be as crazy and weird as I want and no one's gonna judge me. Yeah. So I think that's why I leaned to her comedy was because I could completely take myself okay, out. Okay, so of having it. you had fun on Wrecked. We all had a blast. Yes, we had uh fun. We shot on an island. We shot on a beautiful island of Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And I wore I wore a suit. 
I mean, everybody knows that, you know, everybody, yeah, all yeah. the fans. The purple shirt. Yeah, the purple People shirt. People only so watch your scenes. They only watch my scenes. That's that's the whole thing of the, they like recut the entire show. It's four minutes long. I feel it's like, just, I feel right. like, I don't know how it is for like your friends, but I feel like all of your friends literally do that. They skipped like, uh, no. Awesome. Just to watch Ozif. Oh Script to Awesome. That's what I did. That's what all my friends do. They just skip to watch Ozif. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> even Jean Matsumura. Uh, so, so I was wearing oh, a man. suit. And so we shot on an island and we're like out in the elements. So there's lots of mosquitoes yeah, yeah. and little things that bite you. And I never thought anything of it because I wasn't getting bit because I'm wearing, right. like, I'm fully covered. Mm-hmm. Allie got bit. Massacred. Massacred. It was really bad. You got bit so much that they would you'd have to come in an hour early for them to do makeup to on her legs. Yeah, like airbrush my legs. Wow. I still have it like I would say maybe two hundred scars on my legs. Get the hell out of yeah. here. And that's every day. You'd have to go back. It's not like you shoot in an office and you're like, Okay, this that was a one day thing I'd go to. And, and that's worked. how much of right. a team player she is. That's how much Aww. we liked the show. Yeah. And uh, and you were just willing to because you could, at any point you could have been like, Screw this, I'm leaving. Yeah. And yeah. legally, it would have been like, she has a point. And I really credit that to you guys because, if it, I mean, the cast is just so amazing. I love hanging out with them. So I think, you know, just being in a fun environment, was you're, I was more able to laugh it yeah, off a yeah. little more. But I was very, very sick for a minute. Ooh, that's ruthless. <laughs> she got like dengue or something for I think a minute. I, honestly, I think yeah. I did. Yeah. And I came back to, uh, to L.A. and I tried to get tested for mm-hmm. Zika because mm-hmm. that's, you know, kind yeah, of a high yeah, alert yeah. right now. And they're like, no. It, it, the CDC won't allow that. Why I'm not? Like, what do you mean? And the, doc- the doctor got kind of excited, and he's like, well, if you test positive for pregnancy, then we could do it. Like, it was a good thing. I'm like, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't want to know after. I don't want to be pregnant. Though yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing is yeah. uh, you want to know before. Oh, gosh. But, yeah, so. Politics, man. Well, yeah, 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 go ahead. No, no, no. no, no what was your true. favorite part about working on Rekt other than me? Oh, man. Yeah, definitely awesome. Number one, for sure. That's um, on everyone's list. <laughs> number two, I I really just think the cast. It's so fun. I mean, holy crap, we got so lucky. Everyone's so wonderful, and I feel like it was all. I feel like we're the Seahawks. Oh my god. Because she's a big sports fan. Oh, Did you know that? sports. Oh, it's football team. I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. Because yeah. I'm sorry. He doesn't we're like know. He doesn't team. know. Yeah. We're like the underdogs. We came up. We mm-hmm. won that Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of the Seahawks, the 12th plant man or whatever. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Yep. So um, what do you do outside of acting? Do you Here like, we go. Yeah. yeah, do you do anything like artistic? Oh, do you like Because a lot of people. It, sure. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that yeah. if you're an actor and you, you're just an actor, we were just talking about this when you're coming in, is like our show takes 10 weeks to shoot. Right. Then you have the entire rest of the year. Like Ten Asif, months off. So uh, for Asif to express his other Side of creativity, he does stand up. He does a podcast. What do you do? do, And do you do like writing? Do music? Basically, how do you keep yourself from killing yourself? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I love writing, and (laughs) I was just talking to Asif outside about this though that I did fall into super heavy depression when we got back. Oh no, which was so crazy for me. Because the thing you don't know is when you're working on a show, it's like intense friendship, right? We're camping essentially. It's like acting camp. Yeah, we're all just like I love you, I love you all day. And it's like you're always around them yeah. for ten weeks, and yeah. then you leave, and it's just like, yeah, just go do your, and then you're just like sitting on a sofa, totally like, <laughs> watching Netflix. Yeah, watching Netflix. Yeah, being like, what happened? and it was also I think like I'd been working because I've been doing pilot season for what like ten, eleven yeah. years. Same almost. here, yeah. And there was something about oh shit, I reached my goal. My mm-hmm. goal was to get a show that yeah. went to air. Yes. Now what? I feel exactly the same. What am I supposed to do for the next ten months? And yeah, it's you're kind just... of a weird uh, disconnect because it's mm-hmm. like you're mm-hmm. you feel elated because you reached your goal, you did it, but then you're like, "Fuck, man! Like now what?" So what? So what are you doing goal. now to to fill your time? Well, I'm gonna start making videos. Oh okay. my god, which is good. Is that I, a YouTube channel? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you did initially. I did a long time ago. I did, yeah, but I don't think I was I was ready to kind of let myself go there and yeah. do it all the time, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, now I just fe- now I can look at it as like a creative outlet as mm-hmm. opposed to that's what I'm gonna what do. What do you what are you gonna do on, on your YouTube channel? Is it gonna be you crying or challenges? <laughs> or are you gonna do collaborations? <laughs> are you gonna prank videos? I can help you with I pranks. I know, I was like, can we do a prank? I can yeah. dude, I will Dude, that do, would be we can we can do like yeah. like cast up for that we'll get a good location. Oh a nice my location. Gosh. It'd be the best face yeah. you've I ever would seen. Love It'd be that. like Allie. 
takes a shit on on the promenade. It'll Gone like, wrong. And then on top of epic, and at the end of every time you prank someone, you always get like, "It's a prank, bro! It's a prank! <laughs> it's a prank, bro!" Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm viral. so down. Viral. Like, can we please do it? What are you thinking of doing? Because you uh, you know how to do everything. You can sing. You can. Will be, yeah, will it be a music channel, no, a no, prank no. channel, a I vlog just, channel, a beauty channel? I just want to have fun with my friends. And, okay. And you know, like games and challenges okay. and just. Um, Maybe a little bit of music, but probably not. Yeah. Just you know, Hall? why don't we start a music group? What are we doing right now? Ali and Ali. Yes. And you Ali. Guys, and Ali. Yeah, no, nah, I, I don't do music. Ali squared. I <laughs> mean, can, Ali. <laughs> that that was actually. Uh, do we have it on there? I think yeah. Ali squared was the one name, the. one of the names for the podcast. That's so cute. No, but I'm Come like, on. that's so nerdy. Yeah, it was pretty it is nerdy. Kinda, yeah, because then they'll do all these math jokes. Yeah. They're like, oh, two Indian guys doing a math podcast. <laughs> yeah, basically. So racist. You know? <laughs> racist. So, uh, okay, yeah, do you know what haul videos are a thing? I didn't know what that was until like recently. Haul, yeah. yes. What's that? You buy things and then you show people what you bought. Isn't that crazy? You that's, watch those, don't you? All, Sometimes I do. Uh, <laughs> that's all that it is. Uh-huh. Like you're like, I went shopping today. Here's what I bought. Yeah. Like I do that with like nobody. I do that by myself in the mirror. I'm like, hey, so uh, hey guys. Uh, I bought this. You know how lame I would go to CVS and I'd be like, well, I bought floss. And I bought People would love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know, man. But no, okay. I'm definitely going to vlog for season two. Okay, yeah, okay. me too. Um, oh, and that's another thing about Jean Matsumura is that I was doing it oh my for gosh. the pilot in the first season of our show. I remember. I was watching And them. what did your dad tell you? Well, he goes, well, I watched the show. And I go, How, what do you mean? You watched what show? He goes, I watched Wrecked. I go, well, it's not out yet. That's impossible. And then he's like, I watched the first episode. And then I watched the second episode. I was like, well, we're not even done filming yet. So I don't know. And he goes, my question is, though, is um, you're not really in it. It seems like Asif is kind of the star. And I was like, what? And he's like, no. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, no, I watched it on YouTube. And I think you should really talk to the producers about oh maybe trying to be in it more. And that Asif guy is pretty funny, but like, why does he get so much screen time? Come to realize, it's Asif's vlog oh my of behind the scenes. He thought that was the show. Oh, and wow. I was like, <laughs> to be fair, no. he'd still like the show. If that was the show, he we would have still that had a fan. Great. But yeah. then he goes, so who gave him like the uh, permission to make? the show and I was like no he just made the show he goes but what do you mean like how did he just make this show I'm like it's his YouTube channel he just made the show but it's funny because the older generation they don't get the vlogging so they're like much. well they're who like, signed off on this yeah yeah <laughs> who greenlit this this um, half awful. hour <laughs> so I'm sure when he watched it he was like I like the vlogs better yeah yeah when he watched the show <laughs> yeah. he's like the vlog seemed a little <laughs> less you know done yeah yeah the vlogs are yeah. super real yeah, 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 yeah. oh man <laughs> All right, so uh, you said you're a big drink person. Do you cook at home, like oh, food-wise? You don't want to see me cook. Okay, so... It's bad. So what was, the, bad. what was the last thing you cooked? Oh, man. Travel make fun of me for this because mm-hmm. we call it the broccoli meltdown. Oh, God. You just put cheese on broccoli? I was, no, I was trying to pan-fry broccolini, and they started to burn, and I was using chopsticks. I didn't have any, like, utensils, mm-hmm. and I got so... Scared anxious about and anxious, it because yeah. they were burning I was freaking the freak out and so I just I said I can't do this and I threw the chopsticks into the flames and just I, add I, to I don't it. know why so he's like we can't have another broccoli <laughs> meltdown every time I try to cook he's like do you really want to oh. do you really want to do that again broccoli? yeah oh my god that's yeah. that's terrifying so a question for both of you guys yes. Um, oh, okay. Wrecked number one comedy on uh, cable right now number one new comedy on cable number yes. one, one, number one mm-hmm. How has it been walking down like the mall, like going Here's to the, the mall? I, mm-hmm. yeah. I do people come up? I continually tell women specifically, mm-hmm. just my DMs are wide open. It's okay. mostly just Pakistani dudes hitting me up. Uh, <laughs> just please, for the love of God, yeah. DM me. And I think the thing is, is once our show is on Netflix, yeah, that's what. Then it will, because everywhere I that's go, even when I was in India doing stand-up, uh, people were like, "Oh, can I see it?" And I'm like, "It's." They're like, can I see it on Netflix? Yeah. I'm like, it's not. It blows um, their mind that they're like, how do I watch it online? And we're like, I, right. I, I so can't. I think once it's on Netflix, which it will be, mm-hmm. uh, then then it will be the like the DMs will blow up. Yeah, and oh, it also usually sure. shows really blow up when there's like two seasons for you. Yeah, to watch. that's yeah. very true. So you can yeah. do that whole binge. Yeah, and then yeah. they'll just like really just fall in love with us as characters. Oh, for sure, I feel man. like you're making so many excuses. <laughs> so when, you know, second season, and then when it gets... So when I life. get recast by Aziz, I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, then ho- I think the show will really take hopefully off. Hopefully they yeah. don't... 
Are you guys scared you will be killed off on an episode? That's the whole thing, because our show, anyone can be yeah. killed off at any point. So Game and of honestly, honestly, I am mm. a little worried. That you might not make it. But though. you know what no. I think it does? You know what I think it does? It keeps us on our comedy toes. Because if this was just a show where you couldn't get killed off, I feel like maybe mm. we would, maybe some of us would like be like, maybe I would be like, oh, I don't need to worry about this episode. Yeah. But when I was in Puerto Rico, I was like, every goddamn day, I have to be at a 12. Because <laughs> if I'm not, I don't want <laughs> the writers. My voice gets higher and Yeah, it gets so high. It's anxiety. It's not, an, it's not a character choice. And <laughs> yeah, <it's important. laughs> I'm just like, ah! And so I don't want the writers to just looking at me and be like, oh, we could we could save money on our budget yeah. by just no. killing off Austin. You yeah. know what? If they even tempt that idea, I'm just going to show them my legs and be like, you know what? I'm already dead. So This is a lawsuit here. Yeah. You, just take a look at this. I've been through enough. Please. Yeah, yeah. Let me keep my job. Come oh on, my guys. Gosh. Okay, here's a question. Okay. So you're very fashionable. Um, Allie is always wearing... Like things that I only see like Kanye West wearing and other oh. things like that, and I don't know I don't know when you find the time to do no. these things, but you're always in the future somewhere. Uh, how do you uh, stay productive and also be incredibly fashionable at the same time? It's weird that you say that because I'm not. I'm like I I'm not one of those fashion blogger girls. I just like to be comfy. Like if you could see me 85 oh, so percent of the time, I'm literally in the same red pajama pants and an oversized. Pajama shirt. No, 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 but this is so. This you were born at the perfect time because huh? loungewear is fashionable. I now. know it's it's becoming in style. So I'm like that's what it is. I've been wearing a baseball cap for three years now because I don't want to do and my now hair. Now it's cool. And now it's cool. Mm. I've been wearing a huge jean jacket so that I can now eat a bunch of cool. carbs. And now it's cool. That's what's up. Holy oh moly! God. Oh, yeah. and by the way, when we were in Puerto Rico, she exercised. We called her uh, house cat because she would never come out, and we'd be like, "What are you doing today, Ali?" And she'd be like. Oh, I worked out for five hours today. <laughs> okay, now, well, it's true? like three hours. It's still... Yeah, well, I, I did a lot of dance videos in my hotel room. Okay, mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that's productive. Mm-hmm. That's how she would say productive, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so like, okay, both of you guys are, are very aware of how hard it is to be a successful actor, to do acting full-time in this mm-hmm. town. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and a lot, of, um, a lot of people all ages want to get into acting. Mm-hmm. And they want to make that jump specifically to LA. as, you know, minority female. Mm-hmm. What advice do you give to people? Yeah. coming up. Oh man, you can address this camera, camera too, right here. Just the baby. Talk to the people. Talk to the Hi, people, guys. Hi, little Asian American girls like <laughs> me with dreams. No, <laughs> I mean I think um, it's like ninety nine percent not exciting and one percent glamour i feel like people have it all twisted they think it's going to be super easy and mm-hmm. once you really break it down for them and that it's going to take over your whole life it's a long time and yeah 100 percent. you know people are like you're so lucky man what do you mm. do just, you just like, sit around out. all day yeah. and like just like get your makeup done and something like i'm like no it's it's mentally tortuous sometimes and i mean the ups and downs i feel like thank goodness i came out here at a young age i feel like i've kind of grown really thick skin but you know it's it's not I like to I like to think of it as I explain to people like this if like unless you're like a movie star then you're exempted but for the most part acting is like you it's like imagine you got your job and then (sighs) tomorrow they're like you're fired yeah but we'll see in two weeks if you get your job back again so then you just have anxiety and then you get your job back again and then they're like okay now you have your job for two weeks but then mm-hmm. now you have to wait three months to see you get your job again. So you're just like, yeah. you're never comfortable. Ever. Yeah, That's yeah. the thing. It, it's kind of like that um, I, uh, on our show at MTV where it's yeah. like, okay, you guys are back for 21 weeks for this season, mm-hmm. but we might not get another season. And you're just right. like, oh, shit. You're like, do I plan for another job? But I know. then you can't. No one tells then, you anything. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 It, it's crazy. And it, it's very exciting, but it's also, you know, knowing that one phone call may or may not come tomorrow or may yeah. or may not come in 15 years. I mean, you just don't know. And I love that side of it, that kind of spontaneity and, and the adrenaline rush and everything. But on a day-to-day, it can it can get, if you if you don't watch out, you can get very depressed. Yeah. And it can be a very isolating experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's just you in your head with different visions or different feelings of creativity. And if you don't have an outlet for it, then it's it can be very challenging. Okay, sometimes. and then let me ask you this. So you are in a, you've been in a long-term relationship mm-hmm. for how long, how long? Almost four years. Four years. Yeah. How do you maintain that? Because there's this, there's this idea about people who are actors or Hollywood people where they're yeah. just like, these guys don't, they can't. They're right. Just, they're always just like cheating on each other. And, yeah. Well, I found a gem 
Travis just amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. he restored my faith in men, really? especially in LA. Oh my gosh, I've I've had you dated some, some real monsters. Doozies, 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 doozies. Wow. Uh, one sociopath. So. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Only one. Had, That's a pretty good ratio for LA. I was with a guy <laughs> who I dated for five years, and for three of the years, he had another girlfriend that lived with him, and I was at his place almost what? every day. So I I seriously to this day do not know. He had a girlfriend that was his roommate. That and then yeah, you were his him. other girlfriend. And then I was his yeah I was his girlfriend for way longer. But then I don't know. Every time I went there, I mean I'd spend the night there all the time. Yeah. And, there's no trace of her. She'd be gone. I don't know. I still don't know. Some of these guys. How, how do you guys shit. do it? How do you live a double life? It's it. I, it would take up 84 hours of my day. Like I can't even live a single life. Oh, I can. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm can having you, a hard time. Can you yeah. I'm, I'm having a hard time being honest with myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Much oh less god. You know, yeah. lying to three people. Yeah. Yeah. No, just, that's insane. Okay, we we wanna we wanna mm. go out on this. This is a uh, current controversy. There, uh, NBC recently bought um, uh, a new show called uh, Mail Order, oh, oh, don't which then even. got, which then they immediately had to Retracted. retract because there was a firestorm. Really, of, I didn't hear about the retraction. Yeah, it got retracted like two days later. Yeah, instantly. So, so uh, break it down. Yeah, break for it us. down for us. I just, I don't even know how in so the what, first place that what, got greenlit. What was it? It was, was a TV show, show. It was a TV show about uh, like a male white order. dude. That orders a bride from the Philippines mm-hmm. and then comes here and raises a family or whatever. Oh, oh my God. And I mean, okay, so I was looking, the producer on Twitter was writing, actually writing back to people and saying, look, it's not my intention. I want to make the, the wife a full-fledged, well-rounded character. female character. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, don't believe what you just see on a one, you know, three words on deadline or whatever, mm-hmm. which I understand, but still the idea of in um, 2016 that the how? only option you have how, is how, like, how, 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 yeah, and yeah. that's what's so sad about it is it's. I think the problem with that was white people. No, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh dear. Well, well yeah, but, <laughs> but I think the issue was that I think what a lot of the people who who had a who were like, no, just listen, hear us out, whatever. I think the issue was they didn't realize that there's not enough. Uh, representation of Asian American people as normal people. Right. Maybe if we had so many people playing, uh, you know, yeah. like just regular people, like yeah. the guy who works at the store, blah, blah, blah. If we had m- a ton of those, then I 10 mean, years later, you could do something crazy and be like, yeah. oh, there's a mail order thing and be like, oh, okay, maybe that's, that's yeah. another weird thing you could do. But Once, the problem is, is like, we just, we're just, right yeah. here. It, yeah, it's like, the, we're not you guys are still yet. fighting these Ex- stereotypes exactly. mm-hmm. to like break these stereotypes. And then, right. yeah. and I, that's why I think it's so important for every community, every um, ethnicity to have representation for oh. us to encourage people 100%. to get yeah. into the industry, get into the arts, to be in these rooms, yeah. to be like, uh, when it's pitched, like, that is racist. So go back and right. like so we because yeah. we need these people in these in these like conference rooms in these meetings in these picture in these writers rooms. Absolutely. So that, like it makes me think that there weren't that many Asian people in that boardroom meeting when they said yes oh, to it. Oh yeah, I yeah. saw something that was like only one percent of writers in writers rooms were Asian. One percent. Yeah. Oh really my crazy. god. Yeah, and it, you know, and representation falls for it, like every community for the. Honestly, Latino. all they had to do was just ask someone. They could just pop the door open and be like, "Hey, uh, would you go to go to like, <laughs> hey, Katie, um, go to the marketing you, team. Yeah, what and do you ask? think about this? And they're like, that's terrible. And be like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, that's all we had to do. I Let's know where was just <laughs> one person that was like, no, this is a bad idea. Guys. Yeah. And everyone signed off. There had to be. Come on, man. I'm sure there's somebody that didn't like it, but they're like, I don't want to get fired. That's that very true. I mean, yeah. like in this industry, you kind of have to like, like smile along and whatever. And that's the cool thing about the internet and all that is like, if if Twitter and like all that stuff wasn't around, right. how would Asian American people go and a hundred percent let people know? Write yeah, a yeah. letter. Yeah. I mean, only yeah. your dad would do oh, that. My dad but, like, used to tell me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but on top of that, not only against um, the whole male order bride on against Asians, but against all women oh, because yeah. to make a joke about you know almost sex trafficking yeah. a woman like oh hilarious Hilar- oh hilarious yeah exactly it's on CBS prime and it's very time friendly family or friendly NBC yeah, yeah. It's like it's what are we human trafficking our is, children yeah, what are yeah. we teaching like our young males like, especially to all the shows that are like moving it forward like fresh off the bones shows like that it's almost like oh we're now moving yeah. 100 years back yeah, yeah it makes me um, sad but yeah it makes us all sad but thank you <laughs> Thank you. With that, we'll with that, we'll be crying. We'll, we'll, no, no, we'll, I, I honestly want to leave on on the note oh, of sure. of uh, 
uh, people need to be more active online. This oh, is good. I feel sure. I feel like yeah. being active for minority people has been huge. It, we need to be very vocal, um, especially people who are um, have some type of they're in some positions of like not power but like influence. Yes. And I don't think people realize how much like because this was a it's an accumulation situation yeah. like enough people had it wasn't just one person right. tweeting like hey NBC don't do this banding it was like together. yeah it's like yeah. that unity thing yeah. of banding together that's where like cross allies and yeah. cross-cultural allies need to come in mm-hmm. yeah. like the Muslim American community has to step in because like a year two years ago they had um, Allison or whatever there was like this yeah. uh, a show that I think ABC Family was going to pass mm-hmm. um, where it was like this girl gets like kidnapped and she's oh, right. in like yeah. Saudi Arabia and oh, she's yeah. like, oppressed you know, like living with like her dad or whatever. Oh, so like everyone got vocalized and they shut the show they down. Just down. like so, I think like ev- everyone yeah. needs to step in. Like the Latin American community, the the Muslim American community, the Asian American community. Mm. Everyone needs to step in for one another mm. and to be like, hey, we got each other's backs. Yeah, yeah. like we're not gonna like even li- this is so important yeah. of. You know, because we're all Asian. You know, yeah. we forget that sometimes mm-hmm. that yeah, yeah. we're not too separate. I mean, we we can all we're yeah. all the same. Yeah, yeah. we're we're all being um in the same. Well, we're not going to get dive into. We're all the same. It's all the, about unity, and it's all about the racial forward. complex. Okay, um, um, but exactly. the, yeah, yeah. Let's all stand up for one another. And you know, you've had an incredible career. You've had an incredible journey from Seattle to here to Raven to oh, all gosh. the other like guest starring roles. Yeah. To and, like uh, now landing on the number one comedy on right. television on cable on cable. Yes. Wrecked. Wrecked. Woo-hoo. So thank you, Allie. Thank you guys thank so you much. Thank you so much for coming by. Really appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a lot. That was a lot, and I love how my neighbors are just like blasting Blast. these. Your neighbors have no respect for the fact that you are shooting a podcast, yeah. unbeknownst to them. Yeah, well, everyone you... should live their life as if their neighbors are shooting a podcast. The world would be a much quieter place. I live like that, you know. <laughs> I try to keep it down. Try to like, I even wear headphones. I don't even play my movies out loud in my own apartment. That's wow. a lie. That's a lie. Oh. But I just want to sound like I was very considerate. <laughs> but You're not. You're a piece but of I'm shit. But I'm not. I'm a piece of shit. Uh, Adidas sponsoring pieces of shit since late 2016. And this wear is... Adidas. You may not move a lot, but you look like you do. <laughs> and this is how we lose our sponsorship, our mm-hmm. first <laughs> massive sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you for watching this week's episode. Uh, check out last week's episode with Super Ego on Super YouTube, Ego. and he's fantastic. It was a really good interview talking a, about his Mexican American, uh, you know, background, background, growing up in South LA and yeah. all that. And uh, I think it's really good. It was a great episode. And he was one of the original like big YouTubers from back in the day. A lot of people commented on that video being like, he was the first channel I ever subscribed yeah. to. And um, I, we, we had a great discussion. So check that one out. Check out the other episodes. And uh, yeah, tell us what you think about this one. Shout out to our producers. Shout out to Imran J. Khan and Sumer Khan for helping out and putting these uh, great podcasts together. Subscribe. Please subscribe, pledge a dollar to the Patreon and watch our previous videos. Oh, and uh, last before midweek moments, which, yes, which are now moments. called, mm-hmm. uh, we discuss the bullshit behind these clown sightings. Mm-hmm. And we like n- uh, hit the nail, hit the nail on the head yes, for every topic or everything that could be discussed. We cover everything. All of it. Fully covered. Yeah. So check those out too. Check it out. I'm Oz Fali. This is Ali Baluch. And this has been The Apartment. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. We love you. Yeah, maybe. Only if you pledge.